Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365, day number 190. What a challenging topic to talk about today. What will we call it? I know I've talked about one uh, in the past called setbacks and uh, failure, struggles, that kind of thing. I'm not quite, quite sure what we'll call this, but... Maybe if I just talk about uh, disappointment, what if we say that, disappointment. And the reason that uh, I'm disappointed is that today I was doing a review of how the business has been tracking over the last, the last 12 months. And the reason I'm telling you this is that there's a... I want to explain to you the, the, the thought process that I've gone through in uh, experiencing the feelings and why that's been the case, how long I've stayed there and then what I'm doing next. Now, firstly, uh, one of the... Uh, how can I say? Let's go back to the daily blue the blueprint for success. Uh, or actually, no, this is just my norm, my my one page blueprint that I have for the business. And right at the top of the page is what, or when I created this a few, I don't know, a number of weeks ago, was to identify what are my three biggest weaknesses. And my three biggest weaknesses that I noted at the time was uh, one was. Um, uh, marketing, sales, and knowing my numbers. They were the, and branding. They have what I've noted as my three biggest weaknesses. Now, one of them that I said in there, knowing your numbers. Now, you'd think, well, that seems crazy. You used to be a chartered accountant, etc., etc. Why wouldn't you know your numbers? Obviously, you have a, had a love for that at a, a time in your life and, and so forth. Uh, now, when you run your own business, it's very easy to get distracted from all of that and um, be focusing on the, let's just call them the more sexy tasks, which uh, in business, uh, when it's your own, is the marketing side of things, the sales, the marketing content, driving all that kind of stuff, thinking about where's that next customer coming from, what's the activity that I need to drive, and uh, you, you know, you you don't necessarily have your finger on the pulse of all those other things. Now, um, I'm generally pretty good, but I've also noted it as a weakness and it's an area that I need to make as my strength. And because the last um, you know, 12 months has been tough, uh, but financially um, it's been um, pretty good uh, from oh, June, July last year. So I've been very comfortable. So therefore, when you're comfortable, you tend not to be as focused on um, your numbers. And that was certainly the case with me. So today, we're in January, so I haven't done this for probably six or seven months, which is terrible. But I'm admitting this to you so that you can see that, well, I might be a successful business owner, but um, you know, when you get comfortable, you can let some of these things slide. And so when I was doing an analysis today and I'm disappointed in my accounting software because um, I had to upgrade 
And when I upgraded, some of the features that used to be on uh, a dashboard before are now not there. And I've, I've asked the help desk, I've asked you know, experts in, that work with this stuff all the time, and they say, no, it's just not possible in the new version. It's like, man, why would you take away such a brilliant feature that you had before, which was a graphical one? Now, I like uh, numbers, but I do find uh, when you're looking at sales, expenses, that kind of stuff, um, like a bar chart is, I find is really, really helpful for me when I'm looking at month on month. So let's just say you've got the 12 months out um, and you're comparing against the same time last year. Um, that really drives me in terms of motivating me to get that bar to go higher and higher uh, each, um, you know, each day, each week. Uh, as I'm uh, you know, taking in more money, invoicing more clients and so forth. So um, I haven't had that. So today I created that graph. I was using the analysis and um, all that. It took me a, a little bit of time to get it the way that I wanted it to look, but now I've got it there. And it's when you have a look at things like that that you realise, wow, that's really disappointing compared to where I thought I was. So if I looked at, say, 12 months ago and compared that to the, the um, I'll go back two years, and compare it year on year, you can see, wow, I'm always growing at a rate of you know, a minimum of 13, 15, uh, 25%, something like that in terms of the, um, the revenues. Um, but that didn't happen. And in this last 12 months, uh, actually a 10 of the months out of the 12 were actually either slightly behind or a fair bit behind uh, in some months, I'll talk about those in a second, uh, compared to the same time in the, the prior year. And that is the first time that that has happened in the history of my business. Now, um, I was just dumbfounded. I literally sat there, uh, head in hands, and thinking, what the hell? You know, these numbers are terrible. And in conjunction with that, this last 12 months, I've invested a lot in uh, terms of coaching, um, getting my branding better, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, overseas travel. One was to have a break. Obviously, we've, you know, traveled also with um, the, the girls for um, cheerleading, um, going to the US, etc., etc. So my expenses... Uh, well up last year as well. So revenues are down, expenses are up, uh, and that's not the, that means less uh, net, net profit. And I'm like, wow, the, this isn't sustainable, the current, the current system. So uh, what I then looked at was I looked at each month and I thought, okay, so what's been going on in each month? Now, from January last year, well, it's, it kind of happened in, it started in December. So December through January, Dad was my main focus, to be honest. It was um, just keeping things ticking along as I could with the business, hoping that I didn't lose clients over that period because I was taking more time out to go up and down to, to Bendigo and so forth. Uh, it was really challenging. And then obviously Dad got really sick I went unconscious, etc., and then he passed away in March. And what what was involved for us from oh golly, oh, 
I'm trying to think of um, the exact date. I can't, I can't recall. Uh, but uh, with the amount of time that I had out of the business, and this was before I had Elizabeth or any staff, I was um, having to get other people to fill in for me. The PT stuff, I couldn't have anyone fill in for. I couldn't find anyone to fill in for me. Uh, so I just had to reschedule classes and, and sessions. And even though people obviously understood uh, because of um, dad passing away and being very sick, uh, it meant that uh, March numbers were well down. April was down a little bit too. And it, it then started to, to pick up. But um, so that was for the first you know, quarter or so of the year. And then we had uh, a period in the second quarter of the calendar year uh, where we're having all sorts of problems uh, with, um, just go back and listen to the, the Hater uh, podcast I recorded and you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, and that uh, took out a lot of uh, energy from me, the legal action and, and so forth that, um, that had an impact. And uh, then I went to, um, to, to have my first holiday in, I don't know, five years or more. I went to, to Bali and you know, I just found that I really needed to, to get away. I was emotionally burnt out with you know, all the hater stuff, um, relationship stuff, uh, old, you know, dad's passing, all the the work that was going on still for dad which went on from uh, january right through to about july sometime i think that settled uh, all of that and um yeah and then i was overseas uh that was before i i had um elizabeth in place and uh, then I went to the States in November, but uh, I had Sh uh, Sheree, I had Elizabeth in place then to, uh, to be covering. Uh, so a couple of months in there that were, uh, were higher than the prior years and were very good, um, but the rest were, were really quite uh, disappointing. And some of it was to, due to complacency in terms of I was uh, well behind in my invoicing of clients for a couple of months and um, you know, just all the other activities that happened through the month, a uh, year, sorry. So I could spend a lot of time beating myself up and saying, well, this is terrible, you're a failure, uh, you know, this is, you know, your business model's not working, um, you know, you're not achieving, you're investing so much, but you're not getting anywhere. But I think that just because something doesn't happen right away doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. And what I'm doing is focusing on all the good things that I am doing and having faith in the fact that I just have to keep doing this good work and your one, you know, one phone call, one meeting, one contract, one deal away from uh, being, uh, you know, where I am now to... Uh, being somewhere where I, I didn't think that I would ever get to. Uh, you know, the difference between success and failure, uh, the difference between success and, you know, tremendous success. That, that's all it takes. So I, I have to keep focusing on that. 
and uh, it means that yes I've invested in in people right now and that is uh, coming at a great expense but it's also for the first time in my business career freeing me up enough to be able to get into that creative space and uh, create uh, the programs that I want to. Uh, but I need to be more productive in these spaces so that we can get more products happening, uh, we can get more revenue streams occurring uh, so that we can uh, be more and more successful and help more and more people. So that is kind of where I've been at today and it's um, you know another reason why it's really important to look at your weakness and say, Do you know what, I have to make this a strength of mine. There are certain elements that I look at every day in terms of my leads and, and so forth, but um, it also means that I need to be taking more action. Um, I'm getting more creative with uh, the way that I'm uh, reaching out to people. And I'll, I'll give you an example of that in a second. Now you say, well, you know, this is all talking about your business and stuff and like some people that are listening to this will be business owners and think, well, yeah, I know how you feel or, you know, that's happened to me or that's a good idea or that's a good way of looking at it, whatever. We, anyone that is in business knows how hard it is, how tough it is to grow your business and, you know, really live your passion with abundance. And uh, if you don't run a business, we think, well, you could apply this process to anything. I mean, for me, it was about the numbers. For you, it's like, so what's the, what are your top three weaknesses uh, that exist in your life? And what are you doing about those weaknesses to make them become your strengths so that you do become a better person, uh, better at what you do, and happier with the results that you're getting? Um, because I'm certainly not happy with where things are at the moment, which is why I keep working so hard uh, to, um, to turn that around. So the example that I wanted to give you was relating to um, the action that I take uh, with uh, respect to leads. So, um, and I, I think this is a part of the thing that the more you are, say, strong at your numbers, then the more analysis that you do, it uncovers that next layer of information. So you think, wow, I can improve this by now doing more action in this area, what do I do? So if I, if I think about my leads, uh, so uh, I get leads in through a number of different ways. I'll get phone calls from people. So I fielded a couple of phone calls today from people that have uh, either seen me around, they've either seen the car, uh, signage, and they give me a call, they've done a Google search and give me a call, uh, they've been at an event that I've attended and they've collected a business card or something and now they wanna do business with me, um, and I get them through the, my various websites. Now when they come in to me, um, there's a few different things that happen automatically. Uh, depending on which avenue you come into, especially electronically, then you will be automatically allocated to what I call a sequence or a campaign uh, that is a series of emails over a period of maybe up to 30 days 
uh, prompting you to take action to you know, come in for that consultation, come in for a free session uh, or free boot camp, you know, whatever the particular offer is, because most people will uh, you know, maybe send, fill out a web form, it's a good idea at a time, and then give them a few hours later, or 24 hours, they're like, nah, nah, I'm not gonna bother doing that. So I can tell you that out of the leads that I get online for boot camp, uh, let's say I get, um, we'll use 10 as an example, um, just so, so you can um, get an understanding of the numbers. If I had 10 people opt in through a Facebook ad, I find that about 33%, so a third of them, will actually come in to take up a trial. So normally the Facebook ad is around three sessions. So it might be two weeks, 21 days, it could be a month, the one I just finished in December. And I, you know, if I've had 10 people, only three will actually come for a session. Now, normally, we will have a success rate of um, about two out of those three will end up signing up. So you know, now we're down to 20%. So it's a 20% success rate. Now, if, I, if you look at my personal training side of it, I can tell you for the last 12 months, every single person that I sit in front of for a consultation for personal training, they buy it. Okay, so it's a 100% close rate. Whereas uh, for bootcamp, it's like a 20% close rate. Uh, so, you know, there's a, big, there's a big difference there. So what I've been trying is a few different approaches. I've tried to be innovative about, well, so how do I do it? Rather than just send people an email. So uh, you know what your own email is like. Sometimes email will, depends on what your spam filters are. They'll go straight to your spam folder. Some people just know, not really look at their emails that much. Um, and you know, the open rate's like 17, 20%, something like that. So chances are it could be missed. So then I started, uh, so, so I'll call them. Now, I don't know what you're like, but if I don't, if I didn't own a business, then I wouldn't answer the phone to a phone call that I don't know especially given the amount of uh, you know, sales calls that we get. Uh, so a lot of people don't even answer their phone call. I find that those that are serious, like are quite serious about it, they'll normally answer the phone call. So then I thought, okay, I'll try a different approach. So what I did was I started texting people and texting them uh, along the line, something like, hi, it's, um, it's Rob Evans from you know, Studios Personal Training, Packingham Boot Camps for Women. Just wanted to thank you for opting in for our latest Facebook promotion. Uh, I'd love to talk about your health and fitness goals in a bit more detail. Are you free at 2.30 today to have a quick um, chat about that? And then, uh, so I tried that and then I get a few people that would uh, respond and say, oh yeah, great, I'd love to yeah, that time's fine, or here's another time, etc. So I found that uh, I was getting a more of a response rate that way. Now, just in this last week, I've started experimenting a little bit further and thinking, okay, well, what if I sent each person an individualized video message um, that I text them? 
Now, there is an issue there, which I discovered when I did it the first time. And both people, um, I don't know if I'm getting the terminology right here, but um, both people didn't have their iMessages turned on, so they couldn't receive videos. I think on my phone, it's green. If they're green, they can't get it. If it's green, it can't be seen. If it's blue, it, it goes through. So I record like a 30 second to a minute video, um, just saying the same thing. Uh, you know, in uniform, in the studio, um, smiley face, saying, hi, thanks so much for, for registering. Just a quick message, blah, 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 blah. I'd love to see you uh, come and take action and, uh, you know, opt in this week. You know, come along for a session this week. And because I, I've never received a message like that for, for somebody and it's just, a, I figure it's just a little bit more innovative, a little bit more forward thinking. And uh, so far, I did send out a couple today or yesterday. Uh, and so far, the response has been pretty good. Haven't had a response from everybody, uh, but the response has been pretty good. Um, so you just got to keep innovating, don't you, and, and finding uh, what works for you. Um, but I guess coming back to uh, looking at the numbers, what that shows me is that I need to be having more focus on you know, my bar charts and so forth every single day. Now, I haven't done the analysis of my expenses yet. Uh, I need to do that. My tax return is, is due uh, soon, so I need to complete those numbers and then do the same you know, bar chart with my expenses to say, okay, well, here's where it is. You've been living in complacency land. It's time to go through every single line item of expenses and say, where can I cut costs here? Now, obviously, my biggest cost right now is marketing and HR costs. Well, the single biggest individual one is my HR costs. Um, so um, I'm not going to cut those at the moment, um, but I do need to uh, look at trimming some costs somewhere um, so that we can keep those things uh, down. Uh, so um, on the revenue side, it's made me realise that, wow, we need to get a bunch more leads in like if we're only going to get 33% turning up, well, one, how do we get more people coming along? So that's my reason for doing the video messages, trying to just engage people, give them a wow experience right from the beginning and say, oh, wow, this guy sent me a video message within hours of me um, uh, you know, opting in for something. That's really special. I can see that he's genuine, etc., etc. You can only tell so much from a text message. Now, once I can start to talk to somebody, then I find that that's really quite powerful and they can hear the passion. So I, the lady I spoke to today, one of them, she said to me, uh, you know, I met you last year. She said, I'm ready to do something now. She said, you were talking at the a council function and she said, just your passion and enthusiasm, it just made me you know, knew, know that I wanted to work with you. Uh, so obviously you can't generate that passion, show that passion through a text message. Um, so yeah, so obviously getting more people to come along is going to help wow them more, but also get more leads coming in to then also get them along as well. And that's, uh, that's what's going to help. So it's only through analyzing these numbers that you can see, okay, where are those further actions? So I guess what I'm doing is rather than taking that analysis of today and being all sad and depressed about it, what I'm doing is saying, well, okay, these are the things that you are doing. 
Uh, these things do take time to work, like the book, for instance. Like the book is expensive um, to get it done, and we're not even published yet. Um, but these things take time, and uh, they make a difference. And I know I've got a lot of different things that are going on in the background here that are going to add up to to be something um, big and powerful. Um, it's just going to take time to do that. So. Um, you just got to keep pushing through. So, you know, you're going to get disappointments. I'm sure you've had some. You might have had one today. You might have one coming up tomorrow. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. The thing is to find the good in it. Where is the good in this? And the good in today was the fact that I realized that, wow, this weakness of yours really has been weak. And it's time for you to step up some and um, take more accountability for your numbers. Don't be scared of it, which sounds silly, but I will procrastinate it about it. That was my other weakness, speed of implementation. Um, and I can't do that if I want to you know, take the business where I want it to be. I could easily scale things down. I could get rid of staff. I could be um, you know, taking in a whole bunch more income, or sorry, reduced costs um, by virtue of that. Uh, but it means that I won't be able to do the other things that I want to do, which is going to be to help more people. I need to have a team around me um, to be able to do all that. Uh, but the, it's through hurt and pain that's where you grow. And that's what I've learned today. And I'm sure you've got opportunities there uh, for yourself. So no matter what it is that's happened, I want you to ask yourself this question. Where is the good in this? All right, that's me out for today and I think that is the title for today's podcast. Where is the good in this?